I never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. I never know how much it costs to see my King upon that cross. Father, we submit this time unto you. We have come before you, Lord. Father, you had been guiding, guiding us. We are worshipping you in your presence. Father, it's a joy. It's, it's, it's a pleasure and joy to be in your presence, Father. We thank you, Father, for your presence. One, once again, we submit, Father. We want you to speak to each and every heart. That, Lord, Father, that the word shall go penetrate in and go into the depths of their hearts and bring out fruit, uh, bring out uh, the fruits which are hidden in them. In Jesus' name. Uh, in the last uh, uh, two, this is part three. Uh, in the last two uh, uh, mes mes messages, what we have gone through is God had a plan. God uh, made uh, man in, in own. It's just a recap. Uh, in his own uh, like, likeness and he, uh, God wanted to dwell with man, with his creation but uh, the devil top, top, topped out it and then the sin came but God was not ready to give to leave his creation, creation like that for that purpose he had sent his son uh, he sent his son in the like, likeness of the sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh how and how Jesus came was the word was made flesh, dwelt amongst us. The three reasons for God coming and dwelling with us was, one, he wanted to show his love towards us. Second was he wanted to show that in the flesh we can overcome the sin. And the third is that we have an hope of eternity by his resurrection. Now we uh, went, went, went through that there are two parts, uh, two com components in sin. One is the iniquity and the other one is tra transgression. Uh, we saw that similarly the uh, earthly system also is having two different uh, uh, types of sin. They also cons consider in the same way that is criminal intention which is called the conspiracy. When a crime is done, a criminal uh, intent, which is a cons conspiracy is there, then criminal act, which is an offense, is also there. Uh, out, out of this, the criminal intention has got, uh, uh, will get more term than the offense, if it is proved. So criminal uh, intent, is, intent is more uh, pun punitive. Uh, now, uh, because of this reason, Jesus was very clear that in his sermon from the Mount, 5, 6, and 7, he was just working out on iniquity alone. That he said that you, thou shalt not kill, that, that means you have to treat your anger. Then he said that thou shalt uh, thou, thou, thou not uh, 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 commit adultery, that is we have to treat the lust. So like that, 
uh, we had been going, go, going through, finally we came to know that the iniquity is nothing but not doing the will of God. That was from uh, Matthew chapter 7, 21, 22, and 23. Now, in, in short, iniquity is not doing the will of, will of God. If you try to do the will of, will of God, you can overcome iniquity. That is the only way to not only iniquity, but sin also, the transgression also as a whole. Now, how do we uh, do that? Uh, when we, again, when we confess our sin, we need to go before God and seek confession for these two things separately. Your, your iniquity separate and for the offense separate. So iniquity is with God and man. The same thing, uh, uh, trans, trans, transgression also is with man and God. Now, uh, Hebrews, we will turn to the slides. Uh, Hebrews 4.13 says, There is nothing that can be hid from God. Everything in all creation is exposed and lies before his eyes. And it is to him that we have to give an account of ourselves. Here we understand that there's nothing that is hidden. That means no iniquity. Whatever you intend in your, intend in your heart, it is not the thoughts that it comes, but the thought makes a nest in your mind. It is not the thoughts that it comes, it is the thoughts that, it, that you allow to make a nest in your mind. That God knows. So we, we have to be very careful in our dealing with God. Sin. Now we will look into the transgression part, which is the iniquity, and we have seen that it, there, there, there are two, and we will look into the transgression part for this particular message. Why do we med med meditate on all these things so deeply? The reason is that we need to know the will of God at any time. The will of God is not given by God for a week, for a month. No, it is not like that. It is for each situation, each scenario, it is different. We need to seek God's guidance for each situation and for each uh, scenario. Now, the other thing is, there is a deceit, deceitness for sin. The sin does not attack you like that. Because for, for we are the, uh, God's children, it is very easy to know the sin, the, uh, the transgression very e easily, murder, all these things, it's very easy. But sin has got a deceitness. That deceitness also we need to, we need to know. We will learn that in, in, in due course when we progress. So, uh, we will medit meditate uh, Psalms 19, 12 and 13. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me thou from secret faults. 13. Keep back thy servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me, and then I shall be upright and I shall be innocent from great transgression. Here we see, you can see the verses uh, highlighted. There are four types of sin. 
trans transgressions mentioned over here, which is one is error, the second one is uh, secret faults, the third one is presumptuous sins, and the fourth one is great transgressions. So here we see all uh, four. Uh, sister, the next slide, can you show? It's shown in a diagram. Yeah. The next one, please. Yeah. So here we see this four errors. Now we will uh, take error, errors se separately because I want to have a detailed uh, study on that. Error, again, for the con convenience sake, for the understanding sake, I have divided into three, which is error of omission, error of commission, and error of principle. The error, by, the, by that particular word, we always think that it is a, just a mis mistake, and it's a very uh, simple thing, and it is not to be counted as a big sin. But spiritually, it is not so. It is gen generated from the iniquity. So it becomes as a second stage. The iniquity is the first, first stage that you make your intention clear, and then becomes an error. When your intention is there, you are prone to any kind of deceit of sin. Error of omission. We will see this. Error of omission is only, I, when I say this, it is not from the God's point of view, it is from the man's point of view. Because any error, anything whichever, whichever we uh, divide, it is quite plain in, in the eyes of the Lord. So errors of omission, it is considered as an error because of, uh, again, uh, we will read for a clarity in that. I will take you to uh, James 4.17. Therefore to him that know to do good and do it not, to him it is a sin. This is an example of error of omission. Uh, there are so many examples. This is a verse that clearly says that there is an error of om omission. That who knows to do good, but do it not. Uh, we uh, read from Matthew 25, where I was hungered and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty and, I, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you never took me in. I was naked, you never clothed me. I was in prison and sick, you never visited me. This, in this, it's, there is an error of omission. It's a simple example. And the aftermath of it is very serious. We read further, when, when, when we read further, it's much, uh, much serious. Again, about five virgins, the wise, wise virgins, the mis mistake was that yeah, they did not carry oil. That is an error of om omission, which is very serious. A again, error of commission. The next is error of commission. We are looking into different kinds of errors. Uh, Romans seven nineteen. I don't do the good what I want to do. Instead, I do the evil that I do not want to do. If I do what I don't want to do, this means that I am no longer the one who does it. Instead, it is a sin that lives in me. Here, uh, Paul says that I, don't want, I didn't want to do that, but there is some force in me 
that made me do. So here, error of commission, commission comes. This is because you have the iniquity in place. You are not ready to do the will of God. The iniquity in place in your mind. So error of commission came as a second, second, second stage. The example, uh, the other day I was preparing this message, I was just going through something uh, 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 to uh, know something, to quote something, and I was just going through the, um, uh, the Facebook. I don't have a Facebook, but still, I just saw that particular message led, led, led me to the Facebook. There it was talking about stealing, stealing valuables. You know, when you see something like that, valu uh, stealing valuables, bikes, money, and in a crafty way, how, how, how they do, you have a curiosity. What happens is, the world is so, uh, so deceitful that from the one, from the next, and, and, and to the next it goes. What happens? Then again, suddenly one thing pop, popped up, caught sweet stealing. So I thought it is again something uh, related with sweets. But when it went through, I, I knew it is not sweets, rather it is leading me to some other uh, sexual or pornographic. I stopped it at that point of time. I stopped it and I thought, no, that's not required. Stopped it. But if I was again working, working on that to see that, what happens? Your flesh and your spirit comes face to face. And when the flesh and the spirit comes face to face, if you are not doing the will, 99% you will fall. You will fall. You will be a victim, victim, victim for that. So it's so important that, that, the, that the will of God, you, as a Christian, we always need to seek what is the will of, will of God. In every situation, there is a will. So, uh, uh, again, Judas bid, bid, betrayed for 30 silver coins to satisfy his covetousness. This is an error of commission. He knew it, but his intention was there. We, we read that he had all already kept it in his mind. So uh, we will go to the next, is error of principle. Again, when we look at it, 2 Corinthians 6.14, be you not unequally yoked together with un unbelievers, for what fellowship has Righteousness with unrighteousness. Very clear uh, verse, very clearly stating, sta stating that it is an error of principle. That we should not be yoked together with, uh, un unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Uh, another example is 1 Corinthians 7.5. I think the slides are not moving. Uh, when, when, whenever the verse comes, you can, uh, it's, I don't know which one is, uh, this is 1 Corinthians 7, 5. Uh, another example, don't withhold yourselves from each otherless, other, each other, un unless you agree to do, set a time to devote yourself for prayer. This Paul says with regard to a relationship with your husband and wife. When you need to spend time with the Lord, at that point of time, you have to be separate. You sh there, there is nothing, you and God, whether husband and wife. So uh, then, it's, uh, then in that verse it says, so 
uh, uh, so that Satan doesn't use your lack of self-control to tempt you. Uh, I, I want to uh, uh, say to this to the parents that children are the heritage. Uh, it is the in, in, inheritance, the heritage of God. It is given, given to us. We, we are just stewards. We didn't know how the child will look when it was born. So it was only as, it is only a stewardship that we have. The mas we, we are serving the master even when we serve the children, when, when, when we bring up the children. So what we need to do is, because in, in their age, there are a lot of struggle from the peers and from every, from every, every, everywhere. You know, one thing is that, first of all, we have to correct it in, your, in our house. They should be obedient to us. When, uh, when you say something, it should be logical, not out of your, uh, out, out of motion. Then when they come to the church, you know, it is principally a girl who is at the age of beyond 10, a girl should always sit with girls. It should be with the parents, as pastor said. It should be with the parents. But if they are sitting with, outside, I mean outside, not with the parents, then they have to sit with girls. Girls should be always sitting with girls. Boys should always sit with boys. You know, when in the church, church is not a cinema theater. This is very, very important. Children sitting, I know what kind of, because I have also gone, gone through your age. So I know what is, what, what is the emotions that you have. So never allow par parents, never allow children to sit with boys and girls mixed. Their concentration is not on the message. Their concentration is not, even drama is being held here. Their message, uh, their uh, concentration won't, won't, won't be here. They will just say, see a flash and ho oh, like that. Then we all think that they are all, no. Their intentions and will be different because devil will, we are giving a chance. This is what I wanted to show here. The, in principle, God has asked even the hus husband and wife to be separate only at the time of prayer. So how we can, how break that principle? It's a very serious thing. We have to look, look, look at it. Otherwise, we are not a good steward. Again, another thing is 1 Timothy 2.9 says, I also want the woman to be modest and sensible about their clothes and to dress pro properly. I'm talking about the parents. When, uh, when this whatever dress that we buy for the children, it should be not tempting to others. It should be modest. It sh because we are all Christians. Then why, why do we say that we are Christ Christ Christians, that we are followers of Christ, we are born again? If we don't have the sense, if we, if we, if we don't have the uh, knowledge and understanding of this, we cannot work, we, we cannot walk like we cannot walk like the world. So, uh, very, very parents, very careful. Don't 
don't yield to your children's pressure children will say many many things many stories many about many friends but that is all not correct not uh, right on for us now do not buy yeah, when we read uh, uh, when we read proverbs 7:10 it is mentioned there it is mentioned what is the attire of a harlot attire of a harlot means costume of a pros, pros, prostitute so she comes in the costume of a pros, pros, prostitute what is this costume basically you see now strapless v cut u cut all these things are not for us strapless is one of the basic thing you see in the tv any any model is shown any beauty contest is done all strap strap strapless and our children should not go behind behind that parents should be very careful children are the heritage of god they have they have been given unto us we are just towards if we are not faithful in bringing up the children then we are accountable for it the lady who who was a sinner who was a sinner came to simon's house she she was a prostitute and she the best thing that she was having was the alabaster box which she used to make her customers happy she came when she was changed she came and broke it at the feet of jesus and it became a sweet smelling sour so this is what a real repentance means the real repentance means you understand what is godly what is ungodly we need to spend time with god now there are three things three things that we need to have to know the will of god which is a personal relationship with god which is a prayer 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 life second is we need to mature on the word by meditating the word we have to meditate the word we have to have the relation a prayer relationship with god thirdly we need to be obedient to the spirit's guidance now we have looked into the errors now we are going to we have seen that errors secret faults now we will look into the secret faults secret faults are those faults that are hidden before men not god for god from his viewpoint there is no secret faults all errors if it is not confessed it becomes a secret secret fault uh ephesians 5:11 says very clearly what is the secret fault uh secret sin and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them the next verse says for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret it's a shame paul says it's a shame so this is you know you need we need to ask parents again we need to be very careful about children we need to check what they're doing 
when once I checked one of, one of our boys' uh, laptop or mobile, he did not think that because he's always, in the first instance when he saw the pornographic movies, he used to erase the his, his, history. So when you go and check, you, you, will, you, will, you will never know. One time it was ac accident, and I opened the Google, and it was all pornographic. So what we need to do is, as, as parents, we need to know what, what they're doing. Because when they see all these things, their mind, mind is not here. When they grow to the age of 12 to 18, and parents complain, now his thought is not there, he is not concentrating, he was very good in his studies, but now he's not, you are not watching them. Because he's gone into the trap of something, which you, you have left it. Now we'll go to the next one, presumptuous sin. Presumptuous sin means habitual sin. When secret falls, when it continues as a habit, when you are not bothered about how things are, previously you were very uh, con concerned because you were doing uh, secretly. Now every day you do it, it becomes a presumptuous sin. And every day you get up your e eagerness to do that. There also a verse, Hebrews 12, 1b. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1b says, The sin which holds us, holds on to us so tightly, I have uh, bolded it, which holds on to us so tightly. This is a, this is a habitual sin. It's very difficult to leave. Morning when you get up, it comes in your mind. Evening when you go to bed, when you are alone, it comes into your mind. When you go out, it again comes in your mind. When you meet a boy, when, when you meet a girl, you don't see his face. These are all things happening. So, presumptuous sin is which is tightly, you are almost a slave to it. You are a slave. It is very difficult to come out. Now, this leads... I, I just mentioned um, uh, a, a story about two couples who were married, had children, and then finally that grew into a, a relationship and she was bearing his child and then finally it ended up into a murder. That happened about two, three, uh, three four months back. Uh, this, all these things started in a very small, in a, in a, in a, from a very small stage where you could have, you could have, very clearly avoid it if you had the wisdom of God. But since you, since you did not give the importance for the will of God to work in you, because of, because of that reason, this happened. Now we'll go to great trans, trans, transgressions. Which is again identified as Big sin like murder, rape, bur bur burglary, pro pro prostitution. It all started with a, a, a low level where everyone could. When I have talked to many mur mur murderers and murderers, they ad admitted that they, they, they started this thing from a very low stage where he had a vengeance and then it grew to anger and that anger uh, uh, made him to commit uh, I have got pages 
of letter which is written by the mur murderers because I was a part of the Indian Embassy team which was uh, meet, meeting the prison. So again, uh, I, I have met a bank robber team. That, that boy was a drug, a drug addict. And because of his need for money and his gang planned a bank robbery. The first one, they were caught. The uh, court gave them a sentence of three years. And the next time, if the same thing committed, immediately, without sentence, they were given five years. And he, he was there for the second term. So we, we have to be very clear. It is not the children, because at that point of time, children can, can go wrong. But if we are not as parents, then it is our own mistake. It is, when I point out, it is my own mistake and our own mis mistake. Now, uh, why should we meditate these things very deeply? Why do we do this? Why do we med meditate on all these sins, errors? Why? Because to have, to know what is the will towards us. When we meditate all these sins, when it comes on the way, immediately the Spirit of God will immediately uh, bring you and tell you that this is the deceitness of sin. And you can take a step back. You have the freedom. That is how the children of God comes up with tes tes testimonies. The testimonies are all based on the will of, will of God because God works in them. Uh, uh, Jesus says in John 8, 29, uh, that in that verse he says, and he that sent me is with me. The Father has not let me alone, for I do always those things that please him. So Jesus was very careful in pleasing God by doing his will. We read the same with Paul also in 2 Corinthians 5, 9. So whether we are at home or away from house, our goal is to please him. This, from the very beginning, from the Noah's Ark, uh, so, sorry, from the, uh, from the uh, Ark of the Covenant, Ark of the Covenant is a simple one, once we have the time, we will meditate on that. It's a simple, it's the will of, will of God. God is present. It's the God's presence. It's the will of God. So, uh, they are, all the saints are giving so much of thrust for the will of God so that you may endure your sinful attitude. Uh, Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? Our hearts are desperately wicked. Desperately. Desperately wicked in the sense, you know that verse, that if, God's, if we are not in line with God, it is desperate to do sin, to do some kind of sin. It is wicked. Because devil has conquered, it's working, it is putting all the software in our heart 
and it is already it is working work, working in us will of god is very very important Jeremy, the next next verse is i the lord search and try the reins what do you mean by rein rein is nothing but a leather strap of a horse it is not a bridle bridle is uh, connected to this so with this we control control the horse so god searches the heart and then it says i try the reins the reins means our intention so god when he is trying our heart he tries our intention our intention so uh, hebrews 3:12 says that take heed brethren lest there be an, any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living uh, god now deceitness of sin is one is unbelief number 2 is our self will third is our ignorance of the word so unbelief is one thing what what is uh what does that mean uh by un unbelief the meaning which i would say is god is a not god is not a solution for my problem if i have if i think that god is not a solution for my problem then it is a unbelief when god when the devil brings this unbelief it's very easy for us to fall for anything if we don't have we have to be very careful we say that we are believe believers we have to be very careful that when a situation comes how what stand we take that shows whether you are a believer or not so the second is self self will self will means i can do everything i can do everything that's you you, you see the self will in that lady the lady brought the alabaster box that was her self will she broke it at the at the feet of jesus so the self will is to be first when we come to go a uh, god and if you want to be in the will of god self will should not be there the third is the ig- ignorance if we don't read the bible meditate on the verse we will be ignorant of god's wisdom now when we read when we read matthew 7:24 it says wherefore whosoever hear these sayings of mine and do them will liken him unto a wise man which is built his house upon a rock so jesus was telling all this first in the 5th chapter matthew 5 he he is talking about the blessed blessedness if you are already blessed if your attitude is this then after that jesus comes and talks about all the iniquities of life and hypocrisy anger uh, unforgiveness everything one by one jesus is talking when you it is an explanation from 6 and 7 it's an explanation of all the iniquities he is talking about seven or eight over there very clear so uh, then 
finally he comes and says that i don't not that everyone comes and says lord lord it is who is doing my will after that the next verse is is 24 23 is the other verse and in 23 it is it is mentioned as doers of iniquity and 24 it says that whosoever say uh, these sayings of mine and do them are like like a wise man built upon a rock and the rock is jesus christ in first corinthians 10:4 you can read that is uh, that the rock is jesus jesus christ 25th verse says and the rain descended floods came winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock when it is founded on a rock there are three things rain floods wind rain floods all the three tests were upon the foundation not on the building it was on the foundation it is on the foundation so all this three came and it never fell because the foundation was rock was jesus christ if the foundation is jesus christ then you can never fall the rain comes rain talks about the ju- judgment of god uh if our foundation is jesus christ we will be spared from the judgment of god when noah was in the will of god all the other perished but he was spared so when you are in the in the will of god what happens the rain the rain will not shake your foundation the rain the rain will come but you will be spared you will be spared again the second thing is the foundation test is the first one is rain second one is floods the floods talks about the trials in our life in the trials in the normal uh, case when the trial comes your faith is tested if you are strong in faith then when the trial comes it ultimately at the end you will go to that end and look back and say god is good because he has taken me all through this way it was a blessing much more blessing not simple blessing it will be a stepping stone for your progress that is what is trial so trial talk, uh, floods talk about trial in your life uh, sam's 32:5 says i we read that i made my sins known unto you and never hid my guilt i decided to confess to you o lord then you forgive my sins uh, this he talks and then in the 6th verse uh next verse he said for this reason let all godly people pray to you when you may be found then raging flood water will not reach them they why the waters will not reach them because they confess their sins confess their iniquity 
before before god because of that the floods will not touch you the floods will not touch you not because that you are a, you are just called a child of god no because you have confessed your sins you have confessed your your uh, your iniqu- iniquity now how god will protect you that is also mentioned it is mentioned in isaiah 59:19 when the enemy shall when the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the lord shall lift lift up a standard against him when the enemy comes when the trial comes the spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him so when you have trials god is not simply sitting if you are in the will of god god is not simply sitting it is not with the secretary or pa the file is in the lord's table your file is in the lord's table whoever believes say hallelujah, hallelujah. then the third thing is wind wind talks about the do- the the wrong doctrine the wrong the wrong doctrine if if ephesians 4:14 says so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning by craftiness in deceitful schemes here it very clearly says that by the wrong doctrines you know when we believe in the wrong doctrines you can be you don't need to be like that oh the devil will say you don't need to be like that who can be like that you just look at the world devil will be always telling you can there is there is no problem you can uh, wear a skirt which is above your knees there is no problem and uh, gone gone devil has taken taken you and we believe that yes it is okay and you are tempting others you are you yourself you are allowing yours yourself for the double double portion double portion of what not blessing double portion of curse so be very careful as parents second uh, timothy 4:3 says the time will come when people will listen to sound doctrine uh, will not listen to sound doctrine but will follow their own desires and will collect for themselves more and more teachers who will tell them what they are itching to hear here we want to hear something and you will bring up teachers that are that will deliver which you want to hear which you don't want to hear you don't like you like only those teachers who tells yes whatever you are doing is right whatever you are doing is right because they are not bothered uh the next verse says they will turn from listening to truth and give their attention to the legions so what what we have to do is what what we have to do is we when the wrong doctrine comes 
not you have to check whether it is right from the word of word of god for that you need to meditate meditate the word of god you should have a prayer life first 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 of all we should have a prayer life then we should meditate then we should allow us by paying a price for god to work in us if you don't pay a price then definitely god is not there maybe we will pray loudly like eli sons they made a lot of sound in chapter 4 first samuel chapter 4 a lot of sound the palestinians thought that oh they are going to be consumed in a minute but we see that eli sons were killed it is not the sound it is not the ark of the covenant they brought the ark of the covenant but who brought not the worthy people so it is very important that we should be always in the will of god we have to take as parents as parents just take one minute close your eyes pray for your children pray for your children that you will not god has given you god is a master god has given you the children to take care of them and to make them live in the way that lord wants you are a steward and god has given you a chance you didn't know he made everything perfect the god god made everything perfect the child was full whole there was no problem but what you need to do is you need to be faithful unto god god looks at only faithfulness we read that god looks at only faithfulness summit 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 unto god summit unto god every moment every child you summit unto god and pray to god and pray to god to give wisdom to talk how how we will talk to the children and 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 make them we will not yield for any of their wrong desires we will not yield we will always stand stand strong and whatever the sins the errors the 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 uh, the, the, the secret the secret sin the uh, the uh, habitual sins that will not be with us we will always see that when whenever the 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 uh, the the, the deceitness of sin the unbelief or your self will comes god will show you and he will help you to come back to come back so let us all have the foundation in christ jesus as he says that whoever hears this word and do he will he will be like the house which is uh, which is founded on the rock on christ the solid rock i stand just stand other ground is singing sand all other ground is singing sand on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is singing sand all other ground is singing sad my hope is built on nothing less 
than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy game, my anger holds within the way. On Christ the solid, on other ground singing sad all other ground is singing sad all other ground is singing sad let's remain in an attitude of prayer talking to god thanking him for his word just come so powerfully to us. And as we talk to God, let's also reflect on where we stand in our own lives. Are we, very, are we casual about sin? Do we understand that high standard that the Lord has set before us? Isaiah chapter 59, verse 11 and 12. We all growl like bears and mourn sadly like doves. We look for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. Talk to God right now. Have you just been looking at sin the way the world looks at sin? That it is something light. That you can do what you want. It is your life. You can say what you want, for it is your thought. But that's not what is expected of you and me. There is a standard that has been set for us. And we need to learn to be in that will of God. We need to learn to do the will of God. Take a moment right now, church as a church, you may need to confess, you may need to ask God for forgiveness because we have diluted his standards. We have let the world run our lives and if you have done that, 
if you have thought the world's ways are appropriate for today. And God's ways don't fit into today's world. If you and I have thought that, it's time we cried before the Lord. It is not the world's ways which are going to keep us in God's kingdom. The world's ways are directing us to hell. Talk to God right now. None of us is perfect. We need to seek God's face. Whether it is an error of omission or of commission or an error in not following the principles stated in the Word of God, whether it is secret faults, whether it is presumptuous sins, whether it is great transgressions, where we have fallen short, let's talk to God. Let's not walk out of this hall still having unforgiven sins. God is telling us clearly, sin is sin and sin is something God doesn't like. We might in the world classify sins into different ways. But as far as God is concerned, that's what he's told us. Sin is sin, full stop. Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us your word today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for exposing to us, Lord, Father, to help us see our lives as we have run them, Lord, Father. Father God, we have covered them up in many ways, Lord. We have covered our sins in many ways, Lord Father. Forgive us, Lord Father. Forgive us, Father, for our transgressions are great. Father, wash us clean, Lord Father, in thought, in word, in action, in our day-to-day -day living, Lord Father. Father God, take me and cleanse me, Lord Father. Rip out all that that is wrong within me, Lord. That I might be found righteous in your sight, Lord Father. That I might be found acceptable unto you, Lord Father. That I do not compromise, Lord Father, on my future, Lord, just because of my present, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord Father, for telling us, Lord, in this church this day, Lord Father, that we need to look at ourselves. Father, continue ministering unto us, Lord. Continue to remind us, Lord Father. Do not forsake us, Lord Father, but continue to remind us, Lord Father, and help us to change our ways and to understand your will, to do it and to be it, Lord Father. We give glory to you. Thank you, Father, for your servant whom you have used this day, Lord Father. 
Father God, we pray, Lord, that greater anointing be poured out upon him, Lord, that even as he searches the scriptures for deep truths and brings it out to us, Lord Father, we will hear your voice. Thank you, Lord Father. Give us an understanding, Lord. We give all glory to you. Be with your servant and bless him and his family, Lord Father. And may they continue to be a blessing to others, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we share the grace, just need to add one more announcement. Um, there is a proposed family seminar which is coming up in January. Okay, 12th and 13th of January. Am I right, Brother Dates? Right. So um, please note those dates, 12th and 13th January family seminar. It's a Friday and a Saturday. Uh, Planet for being here. Let's uh, share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Let's move outside and continue our fellowship.